Hello and welcome back to the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is Season 3 with the Scattered Abroad Network of Podcasts, Season 5 overall of the Everyday Christian Podcast. And I'm certainly thankful to you, the listener, for tuning in each week. And uh, just, you know, the, the seasons are flying by. It's hard to believe that we're already in Season 5. And I just really appreciate you, the listener. I also appreciate the uh, elders at East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee, for overseeing this good work with the Scattered Abroad Network. I'm certainly thankful for all the guys at Scattered Abroad and the various podcasts that we are putting out. And be sure to uh, check out those podcasts at scatteredabroad.org. You can also look us up in the App Store or on Spotify, etc., whatever you're listening to, uh, your various podcast platforms that you listen on. Make sure and check out all the podcasts that we have at Scattered Abroad. The easiest way to do that is to go to our master feed, the Scattered Abroad Network uh, Master Feed. Just search that and you'll be able to find all the various episodes that all of our podcasts are putting out. Also, please help us out by liking uh, our Facebook page or our Instagram page, following that. And also, please help us by giving us uh, ratings and reviews in the various apps that you listen to the various podcasts on. And that will also help us very much. We are continuing our discussion with Lane Green this week on foul language. We've been talking about some verses in Proverbs dealing with our language. And now we're going to talk about various categories of uh, foul language. Uh, What about Proverbs 16, verses 21 through 24? All right. Proverbs, excuse me. Proverbs 16, verse 21 through 24 says, The wise in heart shall be called prudent. And the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it. But the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. So there you go. Solomon is uh, teaching very clearly that... uh, there's an association with wisdom, with, with knowledge, with understanding. There's an association with those good things uh, that you can read about more in the book of Proverbs and what comes out of our mouths. So I um, often, go ahead. You know, we kind of have to like think of it from a different standpoint. Sometimes it's not just, it's not like God's just saying, you can't say stuff like this because I don't want you to blah, blah, blah. It's also good for us too, because we might not see what it could be doing and it's for our own benefit. For sure. Uh, I was going to say, I've often heard it said that people who use foul language, uh, they sound like they have a low IQ (laughs) because it is definitely true that it is, you know, when when, if you just look at a list of, curse words. Um, They're not words that are um, going to be used in a lofty, high education context. Uh, These are going to be words that are lowly, uh, debased words, very sinful words, uh, unfortunately, very common words uh, in in the public, but they don't make you look... uh, they don't make you look very wise, do they, to be using sinful words? They definitely do not. Well, speaking of different 
types of sinful words. With the last bit here, we want to talk about different categories, different categories of uh, foul language. And the first one, if you can be turning to James three again, Lane, uh, James three verses eight through twelve, and uh, read that in just a moment. The first category of foul language is cursing others. So if you can read James 3, verses 8 through 12. James 3, verses 8 through 12 says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? So, Wait, uh, excuse me. I, I left one verse out. Oh, Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. So James is pointing out that uh, you can't, on the one hand, use uh, words of praise to God and, oh, how we love Jesus. You know, sometimes we sing the song, oh, how I love Jesus. Well, you can't sing that song on Sunday morning and then on Monday morning curse out your neighbor uh, or your your fellow, you know, your coworker at work. It doesn't work that way. Um, if we are cursing people, if we are uh, belittling people or um, just wishing ill on people with our mouths, then God takes that personally, and he's not going to uh, look upon that lightly at all. And he, he does not want us to praise and worship him in one context and then turn around and bash or curse his creation, uh, people, on, in, you know, in another context. Yeah, it it does. It makes like for a true Christian, we obviously never want to be doing that. But let's just say somebody claims to be a Christians and are doing these things. It makes true Christians look terrible and people don't want to be like that. Well, they look at you and they say, uh, wow, he sure has a, a filthy mouth and he sure likes to express his disdain for for everybody. Uh, he's not the nicest guy in the world. I don't think I want to be like him. And, and also, uh, and also, there's we kind of talked about it with the uh, last season. You know, people see that and they're like, "Well, if he, if he's a Christian and he can do it, so can I." Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll act the same way, and they'll think that they're faithful Christians, um, even though the person who thinks he's a faithful Christian, and uh, as James 1.26 says, he's not bridling his tongue, so his religion is actually useless, but uh, that person thinks he's fine, and then he's going to lead other people to think that they're fine uh, doing that as well. Yep. Yeah. So that's uh, category number one of foul language, cursing others. The next category that I thought of was profanity. And uh, when we look at the word profanity, we look at the root word, which is profane. And something that is profane is something that 
uh, takes that which is holy or sacred or solemn, and it uses it in an unholy way. So, for instance, here's one example, taking the Lord's name in vain. Well, the Lord's name, God, uh, or Jehovah, or Yahweh, or, or Lord, or Jesus Christ, all these different uh, terms and names for God, uh, those are holy names and holy words. And if someone takes his name in vain, well, they're guilty of breaking the third commandment, uh, Exodus 20, verse 7. God says that he's not going to hold someone guilt, guiltless who takes the, the Lord's name in vain. And, and so they're guilty of that. They have profaned the name of God. They have taken that which is holy, and they have used it in an unholy way. Uh, talking about what I, what I heard earlier on the way to my office, someone used the cuss word, and I'm not going to say it, but they used the cuss word G-D, and we know what that means, what it refers to. They profaned the name of God by using it in a cuss word context, and it is truly uh, terrible, and, and that person's going to be held accountable for that one day. And if you think about it, it's use, it's using God's name as a cuss word. And if you ask, if you asked most people, if you ask them, would you use your mother's name as a cuss word? Most of them would say no. So why would you use your creator's name as a cuss word? That's a really good point. Uh, we have so much respect, or hopefully we do, for our mothers, our, our fathers, you know, our earthly fathers and, and mothers. And we would never use their name in a cussing context. I certainly hope we wouldn't. And we think about that, but we need to think even more so about how we shouldn't be using our Heavenly Father, uh, His name, in that kind of way. Uh, I think back to the Jewish scribes uh, in Old Testament times. Uh, this is <clears throat> kind of passed down as uh, oral history, if you will. But it has been said that the Jewish scribes, when they were writing down the Old Testament, uh, making copies of the Old Testament, they would come to the name of God. And in Hebrew, uh, it was it was uh, their letters for, for our letters, uh, Y-H-W-H. And that's where we get Yahweh or Jehovah. Uh, but when they would come to those letters, they would not say them. They would not say the name of God. They would just uh, say Lord or Master uh, instead because they were, they were scared that they might accidentally profane the Lord's actual name. And so they, they would just rather uh, be careful and not even say his name than to accidentally profane his name. I think there's a tremendous lesson for, for us uh, to be learned there for sure. Most definitely. So, so that's uh, one example of profanity. Uh, there's also a couple of other examples of profanity as well. We know that there are words such as hell uh, in the Bible, and we know that hell is a real place. And unfortunately, one day there will be so many people there. And there's also another word that is used in the King James Bible, at least, uh, damned. And that is a word that is used in the Bible. And what does it mean? It means condemned. Uh, it, it means to be sent to hell. 
And both of those words are incredibly sad words. Uh, the, the place that is hell and the fact that people will be condemned to eternal judgment in that place one day, those are terribly sad things. But those words are used in the Bible to warn us so that we won't go to those places and, and, or to that place, and so that we won't have to suffer uh, eternal damnation. But uh, people use those words often uh, in profane ways as well. They, they make cuss words out of them also, don't they, Lane? They definitely do, and it's, it's sad because, you know, we, we already mentioned using God's name as a cuss word and how terrible that is, but you're also using what, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people are going to have to go through and suffering as a cuss word. And like, if you really think about it, that's just very messed up. Well, it, it's, it's profaning. It's making, it's uh, making a mockery out of serious, very, very serious things that the Bible speaks of. And um, it's, it's making it out to be like, it's no big deal. And it is a big deal. I mean, the fact that people are going to, to go to hell one day is a terrible thing. And, and we, we sorrow uh, understanding that, and we want to help people not go there. But uh, to use the word hell or to use damnation uh, as cuss words completely makes light of those facts. Absolutely. And, and here's one other uh, way that we might profane something, and that is blasphemy. And blasphemy is perhaps speaking downright evil things against God or against his son or against his Holy Spirit or uh, against his word or making fun of Christians, making fun of morality. These are all things that are blasphemous. And that is definitely also a form of profanity that um, if folks do that, if they speak blasphemy, blasphemously, uh, or here's another form of blasphemy. Uh, a mere man calling himself God, uh, somebody who's not God calling himself or herself God, and there are there are crazy people who who do that. You can you can look up, I'm sure, on the internet and find people who who say that they are a God, and it's outright blasphemy. That is another example of profanity with our mouths. I was talking to someone. Um... I didn't really know them that well, but they they said something along the lines of God just doesn't want me to be happy. And he's just wants me to always feel bad. And I said, God doesn't want anybody to be not happy or not necessarily get the things that they need or want. But, you know, people sometimes it's not necessarily super common, but people sometimes say things like that, and that is a form of blasphemy. Yeah, and kind of misaligning the goodness of God, uh, or maligning the goodness of God, and that's another example you, as we, well. We, def we definitely cannot judge God. For sure, yeah. There's a couple other uh, examples of types or, or categories of foul language that I want to mention. And one is probably the most common, I would think, 
and that is crude or uh, vulgar slang words. And these are words that our language, our culture has deemed to be cuss words. Uh, these are cuss words because of their crudeness or their vulgarity and examples of such uh, crude, vulgar slang words uh, would be what we might call the S word or the F word or uh, crude words for uh, anatomical you know, body parts that people are, are saying these words about them that they ought not be saying. Uh, these are examples of crude and vulgar slang. And uh, to me, it seems like these are the most common. Uh, maybe along with uh, taking the Lord's name in vain, those are probably the most common uh, cuss words that I have heard. Would, would you tend to agree with that, Lane? I agree with that. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> we, we hear it all over the place. Uh, it's all over many, many movies and, and music. And um, we just need to make sure and not, not use these words. Uh, we need to make sure and, and avoid them. And then here's one more. And I guess this one might be a little controversial because a lot of folks who are Christians, they don't think of this as cussing. Now, I understand, and I'll admit that I've used words like this before, and I try my best not to, but I'm going to explain something to you, and that is euphemisms. What are euphemisms? Now, euphemisms are less severe forms of a cuss word, okay? So you might take the D word, and you might make a softer version of the D, D word that's not the, the real D word, but it still it means the same thing as the D word, or the uh, same thing with the F word, or the, the S word, all these different words, and we know their meanings. Uh, you take that word, and then you change the lettering a little bit, and you soften it, and you say that one instead of the actual cuss word. That's a euphemism. And there's a couple of problems with using euphemisms. Number one is if you use the euphemism, people are going to hear you saying that and their their mind is going to be brought toward what lane? Well, they're going to think of the inappropriate words. They're going to think of the place them with. Right. They're going to think of the quote unquote the actual cuss word, right? So if yeah. you use the if you use the softened version of the cuss word, then they're going to in their mind think of the 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 harder version of the cuss word. So that's reason number one why. We don't really need to be using euphemisms. Now, I think probably most of my listeners, we've probably been there and we've probably used them, but we don't need to. And yep. um, the other reason is every idle word, we already talked about it. Every idle word that we do speak, we're going to be judged by on the day of judgment. Well, I cannot think of a better example of an idle word than a euphemism. If you think about it. It's, yep. uh, it's a pointless word. There's no reason to use those. We need to use clean language. We need to use careful language. Uh, we need to think before we speak. And uh, these euphemisms are always, generally, they're used in an expletive way. They're kind of like uh, filler language. They're uh, O and then euphemism. Uh, mm -hmm. And so those are idle words. We don't need to be using them. Yep. So uh, that's that's what I've got for for this lesson on foul language. Uh, Lane, you got anything else? I think we pretty much covered it all. Okay. 
All right. Well, I appreciate you for joining me, uh, Lane, again on the podcast. And uh, I enjoyed it last season when we were on the podcast together and wanted to definitely bring you on again for this season. Uh, Christians, just remember that our language is important. So let's uh, make sure and, and have proper language as everyday Christians. Uh, if we if we need to clean up our language a little bit, let's make sure and do that. Uh, let's repent of any inappropriate use of language that may be in our lives from time to time. And uh, let's focus on uh, bridling that tongue and using our language properly. Lord willing, we will continue with another episode dealing with uh, landmines to look out for next week on the Everyday Christian Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.